For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hey there. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be part of a podcast that discusses the latest trending tech news without bias, without favoritism, without any form of... I can't remember the English, but let's let's keep going. So my name is Emmanuel, and I'm here with... I'm Oluani Femi, but what's wrong with you? Come on. Yeah, yeah, I was wondering. Oh, what's going on I, here? I felt weird, man. <laughs> Wow, okay, it didn't come out right. It didn't come out right. Wow. That was wow. like, what, what's going wow. on here? Wow, wow. wow. Uh, you think you know people. You think people have your back, right? But yeah. If I go somewhere and... You know the way they do it in Hollywood this movies now? Co- this is take point that we got for the cast. No, you know the way they do it in Hollywood movies where like. you go on stage and talk nonsense, but your people are still cheering for you. Oh, I'm deep proud down, of you. Deep down, I'm proud of you, but you're not. I guess I'm. You're just displacing me. Those ones have been dishonest. You are very honest people. I will put the truth. Wow. Before. <laughs> I mean, we are the media. We need to always put out the truth. Never biased. I mean, you just said it yourself. You can't be biased. It's okay. So, you know. Anyway, before you forget, my name is Tim Gajiru. For those of you. Oh, so you haven't mentioned your name. Oh, yeah, I had not. I didn't notice. So, huh? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so, well, uh, uh, see, guys, this this is going to be an interesting one. Like I said, no bias, no favoritism. Even though <laughs> some people's goods are getting into tech, but why are you raising up your hand? Did I call your name? <laughs> <laughs> why are you raising up your hand? So, but yeah, there are lots of interesting stories and uh, the Nigerian tech spaces. Today is going to focus a little bit on Nigeria, but we're going to zone out to East Africa and stay tuned to the end to actually discover what the Lagos State Government is up to. And this time around is not negative. It's actually interesting. So, yeah. First off. Merci. Ta. A.K.A. the greatest to ever do it. I give you two minutes. I get this over please. Uh-uh. So let's let's the greatest player of let's, all time, the greatest footballer of all time. Let's calm down with the greatest of all time conversation yeah, because we will not live here if we start that. Uh, we can we can no, we can start another uh, podcast. It's just to chase both of you out of the studio and I will finish this up by myself. Uh, why why it's not a podcast anymore? It's well, just you, you should have done this up. Should have just done several yeah, minutes. Yeah, okay, wait, allow us to talk this. Mention the story. Okay. Reading. <laughs> no, I mean, come on. It's it's always interesting. I mean, we would have not brought this to the podcast, but when we heard Messi was getting into tech, Messi is becoming a tech bro. We have to bring it to the podcast. I mean, come yeah, on. I mean, every day that the best footballer on the planet, like even people that don't know, to do that. That don't know about tech. They will. They know Messi. Please, did you shout when? Uh, Serena Williams. No, it's also part of the conversation. Serena Williams. Serena Williams has been. She's been doing that for a very long time. I think five, six years now. So 
we are not even we though have she Africa podcast then even though eventually invested in a Nigerian oh yes I think that's actually the bigger story did we shout that's no it's not really the bigger story that investment was like two or three weeks and so did we shout there so what's the best there's no there's no there's no galaxy no planet no no world where Serena Williams is careful with your next few sentences. Is is on the same level as I mean who is grading please she's the greatest. What is this guy doing on this podcast today? <laughs> yeah, the one that no. puts him on <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, why will you compare Serena Williams and Lionel Messi? We're not uh-huh. comparing. Please oh. move on to the news. Messi anyway, did what? For the sake of uh, representation, no. Serena Williams too. She has her own VC firm. She's investing in startups. She has invested in Steers. She has invested in Andela. Are you fine? Now go ahead. Yes. So now did what? To the important news. Really important Jeez. news. Wow. Um, I signed up on this podcast. When they start dragging you like Tiger Jen. The Argentine uh, footballer. They, they should drag. Should they have four? Uh, if Flo does not carry it. No, that's not funny. <laughs> That's not something to do about this. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the is getting into uh, into tech. He's investing in tech startups through playtime. That's the new that's the name of the new venture. So mm. um they're supposed to start very, very soon and he's partnering with two Silicon Valley veterans, Razmig Huvagimian and um special advisor Michael Marquez. So I apologize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So just so completely murdered the name. Okay, let's let's not dwell on too, uh, too much on that. We just wanted to just show you that tech is becoming ubiquitous. Tech is getting into our everyday lives. It'd be a good time for us to call out um, Nigerian um, footballers. Yes, this might be a good time for you guys to get in. I mean, yes, there's a reason why Messi is in. Cloud, uh, what's this guy? Blaze Matridi has been investing in. I think he invested recently. I can't remember the name of the startup, but he's done a. He has done something. Um, Honda is actually a Japan, GP. Japan's Honda. Yeah. Wow. He's actually a VP at a. So, so just to be clear, Honda, the player. The yeah, not the very crazy shorts. <laughs> yes. Honda and Endo in Japan, those guys. Not Honda, the very cool. Yeah, yeah. So continue. So like those those guys have they've gotten involved in um, tech. They've been doing it for like three to four years. I know Matuidi. I think his own investment was last year, but yeah. They've been doing that. Um, I think some England footballers too, like the younger guys, Sterling and like Sting Sancho, and they're trying to like use their star power. So kind of similar to what Nigerian musicians have done with the likes of old school. Old school, uh, Chipakash, mm-hmm. all of them. Yeah, that's that's actually cool. I think for but for investment, I think it's only old school that's yeah, yeah. Head it's for only old school you've heard of, yeah. Although oh, I think yeah, well, um, what's it called? Mr. Easy invested Mr. in. Mr. Easy, yes. I forgot yes. the name of that fintech. No, Lagadis, investment yeah, yeah, yeah. fund. I'm talking about the startup. I forgot the name of the. He invested in. Oh, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So I mean, it's good. Uh, which Nigerian player can we look up to? Can we look up Kanu. to? No, Kanu. No, we can't mention Kanu. Kanu has done a lot. Mikel. Children with heart conditions. That's 
it's healthcare foundation. Still doesn't Let mean like... stick with that. You okay. can invest in health tech startups actually. Mm-hmm. And Mikel can Mikel um, Alex Iwobi Iwobi Yana Cho um, yeah Yana Cho Simel Napoli Didi Didi yeah yeah so so many 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 options and yeah, uh, yeah but we can't talk about this without talking about regulations right and today's podcast is full about regu- is filled with regulations now number one we're starting with from the we're starting with the bad to the good and the confusing <laughs> i don't know why we put it in that order but yeah you, you guys why why did you put it in good bad confusing oh yeah doing me thumbs up no problem okay so uganda is saying people should stop misusing their computers like like you i saw you carrying computer with the screen that's not what they mean. <laughs> 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 that is the thing. I think like, that, okay, that's the genesis of what's going on here. Okay. Like when the title of a bill is uh, confusing, right, and the content is abstract or vague, that is how we have gotten to where we are now. So uh, yeah, this yeah, thing yeah. is. <laughs> So what happened was that is that thirteen petitioners, including activists, journalists, lawyers, have filed a case with the constitutional law against the just to challenge the Uganda's computer misuse act. Misuse computer misuse. That is the thing. Computer misuse. Eating food near your your laptop. Yeah. And uh, uh, buying Zubu and everything, and putting it on your laptop. <laughs> so, please let me explain what this is about. Okay. Right? Okay. Last month, this bill became a law, was passed into law. Okay. The Computer Misuse Act. So, what is it supposed to be? <clears throat> so, it's supposed to introduce some measures to internet users to. You must confusing me. To. Make sure that people that um, internet users use it um, in scrupulous ways. Why are you? What? What is the? What is what's the, the content? What is okay, the, the content. Everyday language. What is scrupulous? It's lawful. It's legal. Okay. For instance, now you are supposed to capture somebody with, say, your mobile phone or digital defi- devices without person's content consent One. something like that content creators take notes right the eight speech and you are supposed to watch what you say online, online okay. right yeah. those kind of content the same thing we fought against with the social nigerian media social media bill and a speech bill right this is what has been passed into law in uganda and if you break any of this you can attract us can attract like a 10 years, 10 years sentence. Did you, did you tell me really, <laughs> like just for insulting someone online? I guess 10 years. Like, yes, there, but there are some good parts that look good, like parents that allow their children to use the that to use digital devices or internet um, platforms without supervision. Supervision. And they intend to track that. They do what? With what? <laughs> Excuse me. Well. That is the thing with with laws that are passed into with bills that are passing passed into law in Africa. They are vague. Um, mode of implementation are not properly communicated. Well, anyway, the suit that is filed against um, the government for this law is to make them to explain properly, right? What it's what does it speech mean? Right? These words are vague, 
right? Wh- when do I really know that I am that I am breaking a law, right? Because if you don't lay them out, when there are loopholes, when you do something, say against the government, maybe during an election period, as we've come to see with Ni- with African government, especially those that clamp down on the use of internet during election period, or when there is a protest, or when examination is going on, when you don't define these things and you allow this these laws to be in place. Whenever somebody does something that is against the government, right, and they want to clamp down against them, they just go to this kind of provisions, look for a loophole there, and use it to nab the person. Mm. So mm-hmm. uh, the way I'm thinking about it, it might not even just be saying stuff against the government. So based on my recent experience, that was last week was not was not nice. But <laughs> Based on my recent experience, I guess companies who don't like what you write about them online can actually sue you for hate speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in, on Twitter, you go on not just Twitter, Facebook, you see people bashing companies, saying like companies, brands, popular people, celebrities, and they could get people could get sued for hate speech and. It brings up a lot of questions that are so philosophical that we shouldn't discuss it right now. But mm-hmm. a question about what is hate speech exactly and who should be in control of speech. Exactly. So when you we can determine do, what it So is. the thing is, I don't know countries that have working um, social media abuse or laws, right? Maybe they can get those ones that, 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 are, that are really working and are not sounding as if they are infringing on citizens' rights, that is, you get. Because if you don't delineate these things, if you don't make them very clear, right? So the government should determine what his species. Exactly. Why? Why are they the ones to determine it? Is it determine or... There are other stakeholders, actually. These people that are petitioning are mm. stakeholders. Journalists are stakeholders. Activists, so everybody comes on board. Exactly. The way there was a public hearing for the startup bill, I think in 2020. Startup bill 2020? No. Startup bill started last year, 2021. Which one? Sorry, I mean social media bill. Sorry. Social media bill. It was proposed in 2019 and in 2020 there was like a public hearing or something. Stakeholders bring their voices to it. I don't know the processes that they went through Mm -hmm. in Uganda to arrive that it eventually got passed into law because the kind of criticism that Nigeria's own is facing. Mm -hmm. I don't know the length. I think it has only passed the first reading. Social media bill. Yes. uh, So, let's not even go down that rabbit hole because They've left the social media bill alone. It passed second reading. Oh, it did. But it didn't scale through the public hearing. Mm-hmm. So, but they've been finding ways to actually introduce it, different ways. They've come through the NIDA code of practice, mm-hmm. come through the NBC broadcast code. They've come through even ACON, trying to vet ads. Everything really, really smells of regulating social media. But the point you made about ecosystem people coming together to work on a bill leads us to something positive the Nigerian in the Nigerian space. So yeah, let's let's leave Uganda, Uganda for some time. And uh, for some reason, I'm a, I have to talk about the fintech summit right now. Yes, because yes, they've been complaining that I don't bring you guys to. I don't tell you guys <laughs> about the fintech summit on time. So I have to tell you right now, right now, right now. We are bringing the biggest stakeholders in tech, in fintech space, and I'm about to show you the different ways, the different ramifications that fintechs are impacting the lives of people. 
and the, the crazy thing is this is just the beginning right now we're seeing fintechs helping people receive payments helping people receive collateral free loans to meet urgent needs we're seeing them do a lot of crazy stuff but and this is just the early stages right what we want to find out what next in the fintech revolution head over to fintech.techpoint.africa it will be holding on november 26 26th at four points by sheraton and the show is about to begin with the hackathon way before the event starts you're supposed to tell us about the hackathon yes so the hackathon has begun um entries have closed Entries have closed. Oh, yeah. okay. So, so no need to talk too much about it then. Yeah. But you'll be getting um, you'll be getting feedback on social media to just follow if you didn't apply. But sorry for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So let's let's come back to uh, the Nigerian startup bill, right? In May twenty one, the whole process really, really kicked into gear and it has gone the speed. I've not. I've actually <laughs> not seen a bill that was this fast. An important bill. An important bill. Yes. That was this fast. Yeah. So it's fast. We were proposed. Wait, where was it? Twenty twenty. I mean, so twenty twenty one. That's past first reading. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, according to our timeline, it should have even come earlier, mm. way earlier, but. Even better it, late than never. Better late than never. And mm-hmm. so here's the thing about that's interesting about the start of you know. Running a business in Nigeria is filled with policies from assaults. Governments can come up with laws today and come up with another thing tomorrow and regulations here and there. We've seen things like the Lagos Okada ban of 2020, January. It just came and we had to, you know, roll with it, right? <laughs> and we've seen the crypto ban. We've seen so many, many things. Yeah, but we wanted a law that wanted a single piece of legislature that unifies everything and that's what the startup bill offers but what is interesting about the startup bill is it wasn't it didn't start from the government it started from the ecosystem so people in the ecosystem actually pushed this bill and well not everyone but a number of people in the ecosystem actually pushed this bill and it started getting traction started with the presidency uh, the senior special advisor to the president on innovation, Oswald Gubadia, well, was the one spearheading the whole conversation. We actually had him recently. recently we dropped the link in the description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you guys should have reminded me to put the video on the, the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. So, yeah, what? So, just to summarize, right? Startup is supposed to do five, three major things for you. Number one is to give you the label of a startup. We will actually know who a startup is right now. Number one, if you are older than 10 years old, you are not a startup. So, <coughs> it's not a startup. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, nice one. Nice one. Uh, so, all those people calling Shopping Junior. <laughs> but, and if you're a big corporate organization, you've been existing for donkey years, you want to catch on to the tech craze and you want to build a subsidiary, mm. you're not a startup, please. Whatever that subsidiary you're building is not a startup. Hmm. But, okay. So, I have a problem with that definition. Why? A startup, according to some people, mm. is an organization that is just designed to move really fast. 
move really fast. Thanks for yeah. according to some people. But that is is that not Silicon's valid definition of a startup? Yeah. So Canva, do you think they were like that? To a large extent, they were. Calendly, do you think Calendly was like that? Calendly experienced if an excruciating climb <laughs> to where it <laughs> is now. Yeah. They didn't raise money like serious venture capital fund for a long time. Yeah. yeah. So if you don't really need to raise money. No, but you fast. You can well you can you can move fast if you're capital efficient and you have like a very, very good product mm. that maybe has like a product that basically sells itself. So simple question now. Mm. Is Piggy West moving fast? Are they moving fast? Yes. Two million users in less than in about five years. Mm. Or three million at last count mm. in five years. That's that's fast. That's fast. Yeah. Five years, three million. Three million users. So your the biggest banks in Nigeria with about ten million users are. It, how, how long did it take them to get there? Some of them even needed consolidations in order to get there. So by default, when you're using technology to create a business that scales, mm-hmm. it's a startup, right? It's a yeah. startup. So, but is my problem is with parts of things that I'm confused with. Yes, because you may not. You may that that I think it's it's still dicey because you may not really need to move fast. I mean, if I'm if I'm a B two B startup and I can pull in mad revenue mm. by servicing the government, for example, B two G, okay, B two G, or really large corporates and just maybe ten alone can do can do revenues of like equivalent to having like three hundred thousand. Um, B2C customers now. I I don't think I need to have. But we're seeing B2B SAS SaaS startup coming mm-hmm. up too. Yeah, yeah, they can like they may not also need to move. So fast will not be relative. Maybe fast could be going from zero to ten thousand in maybe three four months or five months or six months. I mean it's relative. It's not it's not like it's it's um it's Redefined, but what my problem there is a bank can have a startup, mm. a large corporate can't be a startup, and ideally, by we, we can't call Piggy as a startup anymore. Why not? They are gradually getting to the point where they're not to 10 as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, they're not up to 10 years, uh-huh. but uh, do we have to use 10 years? I mean, five years after, so businesses would, a lot of businesses would typically fail in the first three years mm-hmm. and <clears throat> that's where it's, uh, it's assumed after those three years you've validated your idea you now have product market fit mm-hmm. and you're no longer struggling to stay alive you're now looking for how to scale previous is at that point where you're looking for or where they would probably be thinking should we move out of nigeria should we enter into other services so they are not they found product market fit a long time ago. It's almost like it found them. They didn't even need to go mm, looking for it. Go so they found that they they have a very good product that a lot of people swear by. So and they have good customer service. And they service. have good customer service. Very important. Good customer so service. The, they are up to five years as well. So they've been in the market for a while. It's not like this is a two-year-old company. Mm-hmm. Yes. So after five years, do you still need to go with that startup tag? It's not by force. So, so, see, so the, the, the conversation here yeah, is yeah. that is if you want a startup label, right? So, no, so I okay, think so I think can I opt out because if 
if, if you want to enjoy the benefits, right? Mm. So let me real quickly list out the benefits, right? So you're supposed to get tax breaks. Mm. So there's something called the Pioneer Status Incentive yeah. that was established several years ago to give tax breaks of up to three years for companies in key industries, ICT, agriculture, mining, manufacturing, construction, and all of that. Why is media not there? okay but that's by the way but yeah tax breaks final status incentive so mm. people that have that startup label would now be considered because so far so good no tech company has gotten that ICT is supposed to be in that list but so far so good I do, I, please correct me if I'm wrong but I don't think any tech company or startup just use the word startup. Now, I don't think any startup has gotten it. Flutterwave should have gotten it, but currently it was said that they applied late. Mm. So, but that apart from that, you could also be entitled to a four-year tax break. So, that period you're not meant to pay that. Uh, so now that four-year tax break is it from inception of the company? From the moment you get the startup label. So that means if I need that startup label, I have to go after it. I yes. can just sit yes, back. Yes, you actually have to register and, certif- and get certified startup. And and the part where after you get the the tag, you have to give some like an annual report. Yeah. Whatever it is that you're doing. Financial, human resources, assets you acquire, you have to give that report. Then they're setting up a seed investment fund for startups. So they're going to create a body that manages this fund and whoever gets these funds and recommendation of manager right it's not it doesn't have anything to do with man no man right so (laughs) (laughs) so then uh of course capacity building and trainings right it's in two ways they're going to be employing partners that will help entrepreneurs and startups get trained get requisite skills but what i'm particularly interested in is they want to partner with universities who are always on strike to Train students for in skills that are level. needed for the industry, which is something that is very been critical. Doing already. They've been doing already. Yes, governments are uh, collaborating with startups. Oh, cool. yes, edtech startups so especially to last train eight people. Months, how many people have they trained? Yeah. Okay, let's. We don't, we don't have the data, but <laughs> we've gotten notices about some of these collaborations. Oh, cool. Yes. But for eight months, they were at home. That's what I'm trying to point out. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, but why train them if you're going to keep them at home? So that you and can disrupt their lives. So, what happens if after so you train them? Then, one of the benefits is also to pro make an entry level, um, what's it called, tech mm-hmm. people to be available for these startups. Mm-hmm. So, when you train them, they are able to place them in this. Really need to do that. I'm just saying it's one of the benefits now. Nah, if that's all you are going for, you don't have to sound like you are defending the government. I'm not, or anything. <laughs> I'm not defending the government. Okay, I'm so, just stating the facts. Mm, uh, there's there's one more thing. So tax breaks, the capacity building and training, the seed investment fund, and finally, help with regulations. So that they are supposed to assist you with CAC. So yes, and that yeah, that reminds me, the company has to be a limited liability company mm-hmm. if you want to uh, get that startup label. Number one, it must be limited liability. Number two, it must have at least one Nigerian co-founder, not co-founder on paper, co-founder that actually receives dividends or we get revenue from whenever the share is sold, whenever the startup is acquired. 
then there must not be older than 10 years as i mentioned it also must not be a subsidiary of a holding company or a company that is not a startup it must not be wow. a subsidiary of that well, i think that's quite non inclusive wait wait let because, me finish the benefits okay. wait i thought be self even the inclusive okay, okay. wait wait ah <laughs> sorry please please go on so yes they are going to be helping you with so for fintech companies specifically you know running a fintech is not easy yes the fintech i should have come after this running a fintech is not easy and they are going to help you with regulations with the cbn sec and you are trying to develop a product you have no idea to go about regulations Same they are going products. to go they are going to have a startup portal and there will be a corner of the website where cbn and sec can engage with you as a startup so this is a reminder to go to fintech.africa to register for the events so, yeah, so that is a very very important one it is it is because regulations are going to but you so are saying something about it not being inclusive yes before i say something about not being inclusive i remember somebody a stakeholder in the fintech space mentioning the fact that you can't even go to anywhere like you have an idea to do to probably have a, a lending platform or found a lending startup right so there's nowhere you will go to to know like extensively what you need to have who you need to speak with what um, licenses you have to acquire things you have to do that there's no way that has it extensively you will just get a few information start what you have to start then bus will start coming from every corner mm. right so i think this is very important right you have access to sec and cbn who are the like the major at the top of the stakeholder list to tell you if you are doing anything wrong or what you should prepare for as you go on, I'm not defending the government with the look you are giving me. So, no, talking no, no, about no. it not being inclusive, right? So we've seen corporate companies that are looking to delve into um, the tech space and they can't just totally change their models. Yes, we have to talk a lot about it because the startup bill is very, very important. So, Becoming a startup act is not an easy fit. I'm talking to the people behind this scene. Don't rush us. So, everybody will collect. I just remember something. So, okay. everything we've been saying here is based on the latest updates that we can find online. So, it's possible they've made updates to the current bill that has been signed. So the, Startup Act 2022 that has been signed, but based on what was there or what is there as as we speak, that's what is there. That's the provision. But mm-hmm. I actually support the provision. Do you know why? Right. You're a corporate. You want to build an innovative subsidiary. Well, fund it with your money. Why do you need the startup labor? Why do you want to get tax breaks from the government? Why? Why do you need all those incentives? Maybe it's because not just what? incentives. Is that the only thing? You so have I don't need the startup labor. But I could go for the tax breaks. Maybe, I mean, I don't need your fund because I should... Tax break is like they are giving you grants. Well, what I'm doing, I mean, when you give tax breaks, the idea is that you guys are creating a service that is really beneficial to the country or people who live in the country. So let's assist you in some way. So if I say all I need is that this arm of my business isn't taxed, for a certain period, I think it's fair enough. Yes. Apart from one or two banks, I've not seen any big corporate that has done anything innovative. It's all they want to do payments to copy, paste, and flutter with. You don't copy. know what the future would say. I've not seen so, so far. So possibly because there's a whole lot of 
regulation and my own problem with this inclusiveness is why is the why is tech being singled out why are they giving so much favors you know let's start with that conversation because startup bill mm-hmm. as you come to know is the, state, the ecosystem people came up with it and they've they've pushed it to this extent it's not as if if I go and gather all the fishing stakeholders, we will not have the fishing... Yes, drag whatever it is you want to drag. The fishing bill or the fishing act. I mean, that, that would probably ha- get to the point where you have like... No, you can build Uber for fishing. No, what if I don't want to use, use tech. the so-called tech? What he's trying to, to say it? is that tech is seen good at that. Tech is being favored over other industries. Yes. And, yeah. I agree. Why is So, this is the thing, right? You are playing in a space and you are facing regulatory wahala. Mm. Then you decide to take matters into your hand and start lobbying the government to create any laws business. that Is there any business in Nigeria that is not facing regulatory wahala? They should, that is, they they should, should take should. matters into their own hands. Exactly. So the startup bill is like a, for me, the startup bill is like a template every other business circle should actually follow. You are running stuff in, in trade, in commerce or transport and you want to have laws that favor you. Then you can mm. see I'm, I've mentioned this on the podcast before you need to see how much companies spend to lobby the government in foreign countries those foreign countries that supposedly have better business environment the government is not interested I, I was talking with I was in an, an interview I, was, I had a few days ago the government is interested in putting food in your table we don't have lights we don't have good roads they are not interested in what you come what, 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 what do you want to come and tell them that's why you are always seeing them doing relief funds for farmers mm-hmm. and those kind of things. But still, they are still facing a lot of challenges. So I think it's easier said than done. I'm just I'm probably just saying things as an outsider, but I'm saying it's a template that can actually work in a particular industry. You want to cause change in that particular industry. Get then the come together. No, not just even get come get to get to come together first. Content creators, can you hear that? <laughs> and health guys, you guys should talk more. Yeah, agriculture. The economy bill. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's. I think a, an industry that has done that so well is the banks. They know how to lobby the government. They see Facebook. She doesn't mean that they don't collect regularly. Yes, Google, Facebook. They lobby the government and they see collect buzzwords. Oh man. Okay, let's move on to. We don't hear from our. Employer. Oh, yes, yes, please. Uh, we're going to be talking about Lagos State. We're coming down from Nigeria to Lagos. Lagos State is doing something that I think is interesting. I mean, be good, but it's still kind of confusing. So, we need you. We're, we're actually in the middle of getting them to talk on the podcast and even write an article about them. But before we head into that, let's pay homage to the people paying our house rent. Hi, I'm Abisola Adenoga, the head of business at TechPoint Africa. Did you know that you could present yourself as a reputable brand leader? Did you know that your business can get the limelight it deserves? Now you do. Using TechPoint Africa's marketing tools, we can put you in the faces of a large audience for brand awareness and thought leadership. To do this, reach out to us by sending an email to business at techpoint.africa or click on the link in the description below. Hey guys, welcome back to <laughs> What is the problem? <laughs> what, what were you thinking about? 
I wasn't thinking about anything. What do you think I was thinking about? You know, like all eyes on you. Maybe like maybe you are thinking about how is Lagos government involved in VC? <laughs> what has led them here? So I know of the Lagos Indian Network, right? Yeah, that's uh, private sector. The private sector. But why is the Lagos State Government starting a venture capital firm? Why? Okay, give us the story first. What's what's the lowdown of everything? And actually, so I'm actually curious. Okay, um, the Lagos State Government wants to start investing in um, in startups. So, the this was reviewed um, last week by the special advisor to the governor. That's what I'm going to say by the special grace of God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the special advisor to the governor, Latun Bosun Alake. Um, on technology, on innovation and technology, reviewed this last week, and um, maybe gracious has to be putting accents so mm. that you can recognize the pronunciations. Alake, oh alake. Okay. Oh. So Probably alake. Continue. <laughs> anyway, yeah, you guys shall go with the person. It's essay to the governor on innovation and technology, and they are launch, they are planning to launch their own venture capital firm in the next few weeks so that could be anything from two weeks to seven weeks to 52 weeks we are sure not certain of the timeline so when uh when that's reviewed you you'll be the first to know but yeah that's like the lowdown on it we don't have Bless yeah, you. we don't have details on ticket sizes we don't have um details on the size of the fund which they say would be bigger than most funds or most private funds, Tell which is very it. curious. How, um, how will it be funded? How I okay, they, they, well, they say they are currently in talks with local Nigerian investors to come on as LPs. And I don't know why you're still in talks at this point when you plan on <laughs> launching yes. in a few weeks. So, um, I, 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 I don't think it's, uh, I, I don't think it's impossible for them to have the largest fund. This is Lagos you are talking about, and they should um, they should be able to pull in two hundred to three hundred million, or pull in a two hundred to three hundred million dollar fund. It shouldn't be an issue for them, because they don't even have to be restricted to Nigerians. They could go anywhere. Anybody could come on as an LP, and but I think it's interesting. It's a good development. Um, the problem will now be management of the funds and how it will be this but one, one thing and that the continuity yeah but I, I, I assume that it will be like you have to back it with an act that ensures that even after the present government leaves it remains but one thing that the SA mentioned is that um, they are going to be backing startups across all verticals the usual suspects fintech health tech um, ed tech and all but something else that he said that's very interesting is that um, why whereas typical VC firms wait or are looking at a 10-year fund lifetime that they'll be looking at taking a longer-term view which is really really good so um, for now this is a developing story we don't have all the details but I think we'd we, we have an idea of what the fund is like, fintech, health tech, and all of that. We also have an idea that they will be writing larger checks. So I am wagering a guess that they'll be investing anywhere from 200K to possibly 3 to $5 million in each startup. 
So yeah. So uh, aside from the concern of continuity, which you've addressed, mm. and I somewhat agree with you. I'm also concerned about um, the bureaucracy that surrounds government-backed yeah, initiatives, yeah. right? And the um, lobbying that can come and the embezzlement that can come with it, right? So when you're able to get this fund from ed- any other ch- any chan- channel they want to get it from, mm-hmm. how, is, how do you appropriate them to the right people? How do you vet people that you invest in? All those kind of things. They are very, very, very hard to monitor and well, track when it has to do with government. So unlike a regular government initiative where they are saying they are giving out this money to people, you don't expect returns. This is a VC fund and VCs will at the very least want some returns. So yes, um, f- startups fail, and you can always use that as an excuse. But if too many startups are failing, I think it should boil down to who they choose as a general partner or who the the people that they choose as partners to mm. manage the fund. That that's where it will boil down to. And I'm interested in seeing who they choose. But beyond that, the fact that you need to show working. It's not like I'm giving you money. It's not like. Uh, Share some of the programs that they give people money, and then they easy to marry a second wife, right? This one you're going to be showing me that you're doing something. I can always come ask you for your records. Thank God for this um, startup bill that is coming, which Lagos State also have. Um, they've already planned to dem- domesticate yeah. it. So let's assume it has the same provisions. You will now be you will now be required to show financials. So yeah. those are like steps they could take, and also because they will be LPs. Um, if you take money from the IMF, for example, you are not going to be telling them story now. Hmm. You won't be telling AFDB stories after taking money from them. So that's hmm. my hope. Yeah, uh, those those are very important points, and uh, I'll leave I'll leave let, I'll leave this discussion here because we have a lot of unfinished business on each of the topics: the Uganda hmm. Computer Business Act, the, the startup okay. bill, and of course the startup Lagos. Act 2022. It takes time to get used to. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I mean, all of these things. One one major point I will want to uh, air right here is the issue of implementation. But this time around, I'm thinking things might be a little bit different. But we might have to change our detached and laid back approach to engaging with the government, and mm. have to be actively involved. The startup bill is not going to get implemented. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want them to hear. Yeah. We are not so, open the mic. Okay, no problem. <laughs> so, yeah, the reality is the startup bill is not going to get implemented just because it has become an act. Mm-hmm. Okay, the president has signed this into law. It doesn't automatically mean you start enjoying all those benefits. Mm-hmm. It will take a lot of effort on your part to actually demand that the government gives you what is your due demand so the work begins now this is just like a new face for a lot of startups right this is the act this is the law okay what can you do with it and i'm not saying this because i'm this expert that knows how to engage with the government i'm saying this because based on my few interactions i've come to understand that this act is not about what the government can do but it's about what you can demand from the government and lobby 
force them into doing it. So yeah, that's that's a key takeaway from this podcast, right? Things might be confusing. There might be conflicting regulations that come up, like the need that code of practice, the social media bill, and all of that. But when you know that okay, there's a law that actually helps and supports you as a startup, then you can start use that as your launch pad. So let me know what you think, and uh, if you have any counter argument, you have some thoughts you want to contribute to this podcast. Let me hear from you. You can reach out to us at podcast at techpoint.africa and. Wherever you're watching us from, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, those guys, love you guys. Twitter. Twitter, LinkedIn. I always separate those three first <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> you can also listen to this podcast on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, IAT Radio, Podcast Addict, and anywhere else you. <laughs> so, <laughs> Bolu is Martin. It's not sounding like Bolu, but Bolu is just no, trying to. I can't. I can't match Bolu's energy. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> okay, so guys, so see you and uh, catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.